that's that's a game changer. We had activity-based goals, immersing ourselves in everything that was like learning from so many people. How do you build a network marketing business if you're extremely busy? That is the question I get asked so many times. People are like, look, I'm, I'm married or I've got a bunch of kids or I'm working a full-time job. Like, How do you balance everything and still have success in your business? Well, today's guest, they're going to tell us exactly that. Not only do they have three kids all under the age of eight, but they both started network marketing um, working a job with three kids, never doing this before, but yet went out and hit the top rank in their company, hit the six-figure, now multiple six-figure income per year rank, and they're growing extremely fast. So I'm very excited to introduce to you on this episode, Devin and Colleen Shaw. All right, Devin and Colleen, we really appreciate you joining. And I know today has been a crazy busy day. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but today was the first day of school for your children, correct? Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mixed feelings, mixed emotions. But. Thank, thank goodness. <laughs> there, now, is this the first time you have all three in school? Like, How old are your children? Yeah, so we have an eight-year-old. She's in third grade, a five-year-old going into kindergarten, and our youngest is two and a half, and she just started preschool for the first time. So it's been an emotional roller coaster of a morning so far, but we're excited for them. We're ready. There, there we go. Three kids all under the age of eight. So, Devin, if you just look at my haircut, this is probably your future, okay, as they get older. Got the gray. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Your, yours turned gray, mine turned loose. So, yeah, you're... <laughs> You're in better shape than I am. That's why I grow a little bit on my face. I'm like, okay, I'll grow hair where I, where I can. And uh, but you know, to, to, I know your story is is definitely going to inspire and motivate a lot of people that are watching and listening all over the world um, to this episode because so many times people come to me and they want me to coach them and they ask me, going, look, you know, I know you and your wife have five kids, and when I was building in the field, we had multiple franchises and we had a big team. But what's, what was interesting is that I was less busy when I started doing the right things with a team that was 10, 20 times bigger than I had prior to that um, because I had some mentors that taught me what to do, what not to do. I started using systems and using social media. And so it's not how much we do. We, and, and people that have been listening or watching you know, my different you know, uh, trainings and, and the different podcasts, they know I continue to say this. It was Peter Drucker said, look, it's not how much you do, it's the effectiveness of what you do. And so if you don't mind, share with everyone, like, what was your background? You know, how did you get introduced to network marketing? So I am an oncology nurse practitioner and Devin is a CRNA. So he practices anesthesia. And honestly, we were working 50 plus hours a week. We were tired, exhausted, stressed, sick all the time. And we were missing out on everything in our kids' lives. And that didn't sit well with us. We knew we wanted something different. And so from that standpoint, we knew we needed to start looking for an extra stream of income. And so that's when Devin one day... I was honestly just scrolling around on Facebook looking for <laughs> looking for something um, and just kind of came across this opportunity. And it was in, a, in the realm of something we wanted to get involved in. And we just kind of figured, you know, what the heck? Why not? Let's see. Let's see if it turns into something. Um, and it really just 
changed our lives, you know, but it was a, uh, it's been a fun ride so far for sure. Yeah. It was a side hustle page, right? That yeah. It was just a side Facebook, hustle page. Yeah. We didn't know the person at all and just kind of reached out to him, wanted to know a little bit more information. And then we didn't know anything about network marketing. Nothing. Didn't even have, didn't have a clue. I didn't even know what it was. We were just like, Oh, okay, we can do this and yep. we can make money from our phone. Well, that seems pretty smart. Business so. model. Yeah. It looks Let's do it. Looks good. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Hey, so I'm <laughs> curious because there's several several great points already that I want to bring up. So first of all, was there anyone, I'm just curious, that was involved in your company that you knew but that did not reach out to you prior to that time? Like, did you find out later on, like, oh my gosh, we had friends in the company? No. Mm -mm. Okay. So it was a newer company. But a lot of times, if the company's been around for a period of time, there's people like you two that end up finding someone that they really don't know and mm -hmm. they reach out to them, they join. And later on, because I had that happen to me, right? So I had a guy that walked across stage many years ago as a million millionaire club member. And I remember him going, Darren, we were in the same little area. Why did you not approach me? And I'm like, I'm asking myself the same question. And uh, so for, for all of you that are, you know, the watching or listening, the first thing that a lot of times we think of is like, wow, you both have very impressive careers. You're making great money, you know, and we think they probably wouldn't be interested. So there's a lesson in itself. Do not prejudge. There are people you think will be the greatest in the world. They will absolutely see it and they don't. There are people you're going, nope, they would not be interested. They went to school for a long time to get educated. They've got a great career. They're making a lot of money. They drive a nice car. They live in a nice house. You know, they would be, and they're the first ones to go, look, we're looking for something because you never know what's going on behind closed doors. I know people that have been driving Mercedes and BMWs and these expensive cars. They don't have money to put gas in the car because of things that have happened. Or like you, you said, look, we were sick and tired of missing things in our kids' lives. And we knew it was only going to get busier because they're growing and there's more and more things to do. So that's that's a great point. So you you reached out to someone, they shared information, and you got started. So how did you balance both of you working full-time, three little kids, and building a business, and having no experience in network marketing? Uh, we, I would say we just dove in and we had the vision and we stuck with that. And it was just that daily activity that we really stuck with. We had, you know, every night before we went to bed, we gave up our Netflix. We would do a certain amount of, you know, income producing activities, trainings, educating ourselves, and we wouldn't go to bed until we completed that every night. So we just kind of fit it in. Um, we also you know, use some weekend hours for. Yeah, that was a big thing was that we knew we knew what we were doing now wasn't getting us where we wanted to be. We were exchanging time for money, all of those sorts of things, but we wanted to have more time with our family. So we knew we had to do something different in order to get that. But we also knew it was going to take some sacrifice, too. We knew there was going to be a, you know, a period in our life at this moment if we were really going to go for this we were going to have to sacrifice some things. And one of them was, you know, our shows watching Game of Thrones at night or something like that had to wait a little bit, ended up working out because then we got to wait for all the, all the episodes to catch up and we could binge it was much better. <laughs> um, 
you know, or, you know, on weekends when we would, you know, do a lot more get togethers with um, family or friends, you know, we would have opportunity events that were local or, you know, there were trainings to go to or just whatever it was. We wanted to immerse ourselves in everything that was going on with the company and really trying to better ourselves with um, this network marketing profession because we were clueless. So the only way we were going to have success was to learn from people, to watch videos, to get better. It's just like when we say like our healthcare jobs, like me doing anesthesia, when just like, you don't just go from not knowing it to all of a sudden knowing exactly what to do. Like there's a long process of learning. So we kind of, you know, removed our careers from this thinking, this is something new. We need to learn. We need to get better. Um, and how can we do that? So we really immersed ourselves in all of it and made made a lot of sacrifices. And it's definitely paid off. Wow. I mean, I'm taking notes. And for those of you that are just listening, you can't see me, but I'm taking notes. We could spend the next hour just dissecting and going over each of those things. But I want to make sure that we all get it. Number one, Colleen talked about having a vision. Everything is mindset. When you have a crystal clear vision and you know why you want want to build your business, because that's the only thing that's going to help you stay strong when things get challenging, which they 100% will be, they're going to be challenging. You're going to want to quit every single day. Let's just be real. And the only thing that's going to keep you going, that's going to pull you like a magnet into the future through those challenging times is the vision of the future that you want to create. And you're going to create it in your head first. And they had a crystal clear vision. The next thing that she says was we took action. Notice she didn't say we spent the next 12 months educating ourselves. She's like, look, we immediately took imperfect action, I would bet. Right, Colleen? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. See, they're both laughing. So that means, oh, my gosh, you have no idea. And I'm laughing with you because I go back and look at the first things that or think about the things that I did. And I'm like, I want to send all of those people an apology letter and like buy their dinner because I was so bad. But it's okay. Everyone, we all start out bad. We're going to be, and and, and I can't remember if it was one of the digital marketers, which one it was going, look, done is better than perfect. I believe is what she says. You know, do it messy, you know, fail forward, but you're going to get a little bit better. And the, and people think that failure and success, they're separate. They're not, they're best friends and failure and obstacles. They are your best friends because that leads you to elevation. The next thing that you talked about, both of you was you gave up some things. You gave up Netflix between when you're an entrepreneur and when you're an employee, the, one of the biggest things we have to learn, there's a difference and there is a season of sacrifice when you're building your business. So because you gave up some weekends, I remember, you know, I would go to things on weekends that be like, no, that's my Saturday. You know, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I remember Colleen and Devin, where I had people go, what's my birthday. And I want to say, you're a grown man or woman. Like you can't celebrate your birthday on a different day or let somebody else mow your grass. And because we were willing to sacrifice a Saturday or sacrifice being a little bit later at night going to bed or getting up a little bit earlier, it got to the point where every day was like a Saturday. Monday was no different than a Saturday. So there is a season of sacrifice and you have to give up temporarily to go up. And when you know that, and what's fascinating is like, I'm looking at, this is like a recipe for success. Like you have your vision, you take action. 
you figure out what you're going to give up. And the next thing that she said, and I don't know if you realized how many bombs you two just dropped in a row, um, but income producing activities. So it's not just about, about being busy. You were being busy doing the right things, being very intentional. Then the next thing, and, and, and we'll, we'll get into some of these, um, educating yourself, understanding, look, we are our best investment. And we've got to, if, if we want to do more, we, we need to know more. And so you're working on getting a little bit better. And you said total immersion, like that's, that's a game changer. That's the quickest way to change is to totally, you know, immerse yourself into the information and what you're doing is you're learning, you're taking action, you're plan doing and reviewing, and you're doing it again. And the last thing you said was we modeled other people that had what we wanted. And so if I was going into a career that you two, where you were full-time, right, and you're one of the best, I would love to tag along, learn from you, because that's going to help me shorten my learning curve. So even though that was like the first few things that you said, those are gold. Is there anything that you want to expand on? I mean, you know, it, it really was. I think that one of the keys was honestly just that becoming obsessed and immersing ourselves in everything that was like learning from so many people. Um, that's been our, our biggest game changer was seeing people that like what you said are where we want to be. All right. Well, what do you do? How did you get there? And asking people questions, not being, I think we were also good about not being scared to ask like, you know, people in the upline that maybe we were like, Oh my gosh, you know, you see them on all these trainings and you don't know if you can talk to them or, or just whatever. And just, reaching out and start picking, picking their brain. And every time we found that they were more than happy to help. And, you know, sometimes they don't know that, you know, you're looking for that help either. So just, you know, being a, a bolder version of ourselves and just, you know, being upfront, asking for help and learning. And I think, you know, like what, what you said, learning through a very a messy, very messy yeah. way at first. And I think a big thing for us too, is we, we said, you know, two years, we're going to keep our heads down and work hard. And mm -hmm. we're going to treat this like we invested $250,000 into this business because it is your own business. And you do have to, like you said, make those sacrifices and set aside the time to grow this business. You can't just put it on the side burner if you really want to have that massive success. Sure. Yeah, and I'm just curious, how long did it take each one of you? Like how much schooling did you have to have? And then after the schooling, what did you have to go through to finally get to the point where they go, okay, you can do it by yourself, like you're certified, qualified, and you go. How many, what type of process was that? Uh, it was, what, seven years? Eight, eight, eight years, years after high past high school, it was both of us were like eight, eight years. years. Yeah. Eight years. <laughs> and do you know what the total investment was for that eight years of schooling? Well, a, a lot. lot. <laughs> Multiple six figures I, between, the, yeah. between the both of you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the point I want to get across. Eight years of going through schooling, working hard, you know, and, you're, it, it, that, and then finally you get to work and then you're exchanging time for money. Then most people, we won't get into to, to what you guys do, but most people, they're multiple six figures in debt. And so then they go out and start having to pay that debt back and they start out under so much pressure. 
Today's episode is brought to you by RankUpAndLead.com. It's a free resource that I created because I've noticed there are five common mistakes that I see that leaders make. And so if you want to learn how to avoid them so you can grow your team much faster, make sure to check out that free resource. The challenge, and tell me if you agree with network marketing, direct sales, the investment is less than the price of a smartphone. And so what's easy to do is easy not to do. Hey, I'll get in. We'll give this thing a, a, a go and just see what happens. We'll try it. Well, if you're trying, you're lying, right? There's no trying. We're either going to do it or we're not. So would you agree in like you having that mentality, we're going to act like we invested a quarter of a million dollars. So that was the filter that you ran everything through? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. We, we kind of told ourselves we were going to, we really wanted to be around our kids more. We really wanted to kind of have more of that life and that vision that, you know, she kind of mentioned before was really um, the driving force, but we knew that wasn't going to come by treating this like a hobby. So, you know, we really, it was really that total immersion and treating it like a real business, which meant we were going to be active every single day and get better and all of that. And it's, uh, it's paid off. today, uh, the first time we have been off together to take our kids to the first day of school. So never happened. It's, we were just talking about that this morning. Mm-hmm. We're like, look, can, did you even imagine like this would, we would be able to do this. We used to have to request, um, paid time off. I think for me, it was like five or six months in advance. I would have to know what exactly what day I wanted off. And for her, it was like similar. Three months. And if we didn't get it in in time, that day was gone. And guess what? We were working while grandparents were bringing the kids to their first day of school or maybe just one of us. But this was the first time the both of us got to. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, really special. It was cool. Congratulations. Yeah. You can't put a price tag on that. Like there is no price tag for that. And how long have you been in network marketing now? Three years. Just now three years. About last month was three, three years. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. And how long did it take you to get to the six figure mark? What was it like a little over a year, about a year and a half, year, year and a half, somewhere in half. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and when in reality, if it took you eight years like it did with your your degree right. and then you were making six figures from home, like that's still right. a pretty good deal. But you right. you did this as a side hustle part time in a year and a half. And now, Colleen, mm-hmm. you're a full time stay at home mom. Is that correct? And building the business? Yeah, I work. I still like to maintain my license. So I work one day a week, but it's because I choose to. So. Yeah. And the rest of the time I'm working the business and with the kids. That is amazing. Yes. Congratulations. So treating it as if you invested multiple six figures and then being bold, it takes that Were you, how many times did you get discouraged? Now we know you didn't quit obviously, but how many times did you get discouraged and felt like giving up and quitting? Oh man. So, I mean, I mean, probably countless times, even at the very very, very beginning, um, we got tested pretty hard. Um, whether it was a uh, f- first customer, yeah, <laughs> um, first, who, first launch event, first time, yeah, doing a launch event, like talking about it, like three people, two people <laughs> showed up, maybe you know. First, reach out to one of my one of my really good friends. Sent the longest, world's longest, spammiest message you've probably ever seen. Uh, basically, gave like company stats, like just like this ridiculously long message. He always gets back to me, and he didn't. And then he called me the next day, and he was like, he was like, oh, he's like, Devin, I wasn't sure if you were going to answer. 
because I got the world's spammiest message from you yesterday. I wasn't, I thought somebody stole your phone. <laughs> that happened. Like these are the the things, but you know what? Learned, I was like, well, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, I would say, you know, multiple times, but um, we saw other people having success. And the whole time we were just like, if they can do it, we can do it. There's no reason that they're, they're not like super human or anything like that. Like if they can learn it, we can learn it. Um, and then yeah. you just. And throughout those times when we did come across obstacles or those struggles or feelings like we wanted to quit, we actually created a vision board and we have it in our bedroom. Like mm-hmm. as soon as we walk in to our bedroom, we see it. And so I think when you come across those struggles and you revisit that and you revisit your why and your vision board, it kind of helps you get back into, into the, the grind of it all. It's that giant boat that's on that vision board. That just, (laughs) (laughs) that giant boat. I love it. Yeah. The vision board, what thou seest thou beest. And, you know, we, we know because, uh, you know, uh, Jenny Greer and, and David Bird, best-selling author, you know, they always talk about clarity gives you focus and focus gives you energy. Anytime we feel unmotivated, anytime we feel burned out, we always go back to, okay, why am I really doing this? And when you two, I can imagine, although it doesn't matter how you feel, when you look at those three beautiful kids and you're like, no, you know, and, and this was my attitude as well. I'm like, I don't want some actor, actress, some singer, some pro athlete being my kid's hero. I want them to know mom and dad, we did what it took to take care of the family. And that kept driving me, even though there were days I felt like quitting, we just don't quit because that helps pull us into the future. So that's phenomenal. I guess the last thing I want to ask before we go into the next segment is what would a normal day look like with three little kids, both of you working and building your business? Like, (laughs) Chaos, but I'd love to know like kind of how, how it flowed throughout the day. Well, it starts at midnight when our kids come into our room. So let's just say that there's multiple times when they wake us up throughout the middle of the night. Like when I say us, it's really mainly her. Just being, you know, but that's when it starts. But yeah, walk us through part of the morning and everything. Mornings. Um, so is this before they started school? Well, yeah, I'm just curious, like when you were building your business. Okay. Like you're, you're getting started. You have no idea what you're doing. You're both mm-hmm. working full time. You've got three little kids. And, and actually, when you started three years ago, so the youngest wasn't even born yet, right? Correct. So you went through I was pregnant. pregnancy and having a baby and a brand new baby mm-hmm. at the same time you're building your business. Like that's a whole nother set of uh, uh, Devin. I, I know you and me have this much in common. We both married up. And uh, if it wasn't for our spouses like you and I would not be on here right now. And uh, but yeah, what did that look like? The whole process of, you know, just trying to work it together and and learn and grow at the same time. Honestly, we just whenever we had the time, we just would sneak in a little bit of of work or a little bit of training. And so in the morning, right when we would wake up, if the kids were still sleeping, which sometimes would happen, you know, hop on our phone. I know that's not what everyone preaches and you shouldn't have screen time right at the beginning, but we did, we've had to fit it in where we could. So we had to, um, so we would get on our phone, do a little bit of work, follow up messages at that time. Um, I know you were able to fit some work in 
while you were at work, maybe on your lunch mm-hmm. break, things like mm-hmm. that, set up phone calls. Driving home from work is a lot of times when we would do three-way calls or uh, phone calls with prospects, things like that. And then it would be kind of bedtime routine, which is like a four-hour long routine, dinner, bedtime. And then um, after that, right back to work until you know, we were done. We wouldn't go to bed until we were done with what we had in mind for the day. Right. We had activity based goals. We knew we wanted to at least reach out to five people a day each. each. So that would be 10 for, for, for the both of us. And we wouldn't go to bed until we did that. And we had to make sure that we were consistent on social media and, and learning it. And I think some of those times, you know, even in the morning or whenever, it was listening to trainings. Maybe the company just had a training or, you know, maybe, you know, someone like yourself or someone we were following on social media had a podcast and we would, you know, listen to that um, while we could. Air, AirPods were huge personally for me, because um, I could walk around inconspicuously at work and I'd be like listening to stuff and just trying to learn, um, you know, different different things. But it was literally um, just in those whenever we had time and being excited and being pumped up about what we were doing and talking to our friends and everyone at work that we we worked with, you know, just letting them know what we were doing. We just wanted to plant as many seeds as we possibly could. And we learned early on, people will surprise you. People that you think for sure, oh, they would kill it. They would love this. They would have no interest. And then people that you think that aren't interested would be interested. So we really just were like, you know what? We're taking the bias out. We're not going to think about what we think they're interested in because we don't have a clue. We have no idea. Let's just let everyone know. Let's plant as many seeds as we can. And we led with excitement. We were just excited. Mm -hmm. So and we just shared that. Yeah. And another thing too, is we don't know, there's no way people are like, Hey, who do you think will be good at this, the product or the business there? I have in 28 years when I was in the field, I never figured that out because you just don't know, you don't know what's going on in their life. And the other thing is you don't know who they know. It's the six degrees of separation. That person may not be interested at all, or they may have a little spark, get excited, lead you to one person before they go into the witness protection program. And that person led you to the next top earner in your company. So our goal is not to prejudge. It's just to share that information. I had one one thought that just came to me with a lady that goes, hey, I would love to invite this person, but they wouldn't be interested. They make a lot of money. Their husband's, uh, you know, a big financial planner. And and I'm like, our job is not to figure out whether they're interested. It's just to let them know what you're doing. And you're, you're, you're their friend. Wouldn't you do the same for them? Yeah. Well, the most excited person at that event was that person. And we didn't know what was going on in the background going, look, you know, we're about to lose everything. We've been praying for something. Thank God you called me. And they shared some things that were very, you know, that were authentic and transparent. And they went on to be a seven-figure earner in that company, still there a decade plus later, phenomenal people. And every single person in between, three or four people, they all quit. They eventually all quit. So the goal is just to share the information, plant the seeds exactly like you said. And then I know one more thing before we go into the next segment here. I know you two are really good because it can't be all about an individual or a couple, you're really good at plugging people into systems, whether it's company trainings, team trainings. And can you, can you hit on that just for a second? Like, you know, how serious were you about 
you know, getting them onboarded the right way, plugging them into the system. So that way it was duplicating and growing with or without you. Yeah, I think it was really just massive communication. Um, we knew that we had to make sure that if if we found something that was going to be of value to them, they needed to know about it. And it wasn't just, you know, we would make sure we, ta- if it was something on Facebook, a lot of stuff was on like Facebook groups is making sure we tagged them and then also messaging them, hey, did you see what we tagged you in? Um, it was taking that little extra effort um, where we would just, massively communicate with absolutely everyone, um, keeping everyone um, informed on everything that was going on. It didn't matter if they were someone who was sprinting or if there was someone who was walking, if there was a training on or there was an opportunity event where they could invite their uh, potential business partners to, we made sure to let them know. There was no no letting anyone fall through fall through the cracks because it's, I've, it's one of the easiest things to let happen. Honestly, it's very easy to let people kind of um, you know, fall through the cracks of your organization. But it was it was really just we knew the things that were working for us and we wanted to massively communicate that with with everyone. Yeah. Communication is key. The more communication you have, the more success you have. And not leaving your financial future in somebody else's hands because guess what? Most people, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, most people are not as serious as you. So my hat's off to you because you're you're learning, you're growing, you're taking notes, you're wanting to improve, you're wanting to get better, you want to be in that be that next better version of yourself. And so having that communication and keep, keeping people close to the fire because there's so many distractions in life, a week, weeks, they start to fade away and then they get distracted. Next thing you know, they're in the witness protection program themselves. But if you continue to keep them close to the fire, communicating with them, not leaving your financial future in an email, like there's no emotion, or maybe that upline is not as serious. And the next thing you know, they get on there, they hear that one story that inspires them and encourages them. What did you two say? You go, look, we saw other people having success. And even though we were frustrated, we knew if they could do it, we could do it. And that's the importance of plugging in, you know, to systems and massive communication and doing the little things. There's so many little 1% things that you all have put in this first part of, of the episode. If, if people just go back and listen to this and watch this over and over and over and take notes and just implement one little thing at a time, it'll be a game changer. Because when you're communicating to your, your team, when you're doing all the things that we talked about, guess what happens? That creates a rhythm in your organization. And then the next thing you know, people are like, oh, this is just how we do it. We're used to being an employee. We're told what to do. And then leadership is more of what's caught than what's taught. And they're doing what you do. So now your whole team is communicating more. They're plugging in more. They're doing vision and dream boards. They're sharing stories. Um, They're taking action. They're giving up things. So truly, This could be an entire program, what you've given us, you know, so far. 